listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Monday afternoon. Let's turn to our very first topic and guest of the week. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking to cellist and double bassist Justin Sue about how the pandemic has been affecting local musicians. Welcome on the program, Justin. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. How are you doing today? Thank you for setting up this meeting. And how are you doing yourself? Yes, I'm doing very well. It's great to finally uh, meet you and chat with you this afternoon. I, I saw a wonderful feature of you uh, in the South China Morning Post and how creative um, musicians really are, not just uh, in terms of you know your performance, but finding new venues, which I think we'll, we'll get to that in, in the course of today's interview. So first of all, let's back up a little bit. I mean, the pandemic has been going on for, wow, over a year now. Um, let's talk about the effects on the local music scenes I mean can, can you share how it's been affecting you and also your fellow uh, bandmates well uh, first of all we've had over the year we've had a few little windows of opportunity of actually performing at um, live at different venues uh, that was in I think maybe like three four weeks in June and then another three four weeks in October November and um, that that was it. Um, so over the course of twelve months, there was only just over a month of time when we could actually perform in a public situation. And now it's starting to open back up again. Um, but uh, it's definitely affected a lot of musicians that rely on uh, playing live music for uh, as an outlet, not not just for for a living. I mean, I. I wouldn't quite go into that even because I think for us it's important to be making music and I've always tried to stress that I mean I I mean the feature that you talked about um, was more on um, they they extracted a segment of me talking about how much um, money not how, how, how we're suffering financially but I mean most importantly we're suffering from the lack of opportunity to actually uh, make art and um, perform and make music and keep music alive in the city. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's not just, you know, musicians and artists that need that creative outlet. I mean, for many of our, for, for the listeners and for the audience, you know, in times of a, a global health crisis and in times of, you know, trauma, a lot of times you turn to the arts for a, a sort of escapism. You turn to music, you turn to films and, and art uh, for, for that outlet. So it's so important that the services that, you know, Absolutely. you're all pr providing. Um, I, I know perhaps that, you know, um, you're... Um, I mean, how are you being affected by by by, by COVID? I mean, uh, do you rely solely on music as your income? Or are you able to sort of, you know, having to diversify? Um, my income has solely been uh, relied on music uh, for the past 15, 16 years. I started my own business uh, with a studio, with a um, production company to perform live music uh, as an ent entertainment. Um, but that, um, you know, that has obviously been hugely affected. So, you know, personally, on that level, on the financial level, um, I am hugely affected. Yeah, um, I'm so sorry and, to um, hear that. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's just how it is. But um, 
I am finding. I love the way you're uh, saying it with a smile and really just, you know, it's just the way it is. And I have friends who are in the music industry, you know, that they perform at weddings. And it's not just mm-hmm. only they can't perform, but, you know, I mean, people are getting married, but they're not really holding banquets or, or, or mm-hmm. having a, a celebration per se. So they can't really do their wedding singings either. Yeah. Um, it's just that all the venues, um, uh, either closed or if they're open for gatherings, um, people don't want music there. And that's been, music has been getting a pretty bad rap. Um, and, and I think that's quite artificial, to be honest. Um, I mean, the Hong Kong Phil did a concert with one clarinetist, um, carrying the virus and the whole orchestra was shipped away for two weeks and nobody was actually caught with, or, or detected with, with, with any trace of the virus. Um, and so really, I mean, uh, the act of performing music doesn't actually spread the, it's, 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 it, it doesn't make the virus any more contagious than say, for example, um, going to the gym as we all saw, um, and, and also the, Back in November, when there was this dance group um, where people were very close together and and not wearing masks, and that created um, a, a lot of risk. But performing music doesn't actually have the same kind of risk, but it's getting a bad rap nonetheless because it's associated with entertainment and it, it's a, it's it's associated with people gathering together to, for example, watch a concert or to have a bit of fun together. So on that front, it's uh, it's really affecting us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about? I mean, the, the the show must go on, even though there are no sort of live performances. I mean, as a musician, you have to practice your art. How mm, how are yeah, rehearsals yeah. Uh, being affected? And are musicians comfortable to to sort of come together to rehearse uh, f- for performances? Well, um, we've come to a point where we haven't seen. Um, any real risk of us getting together, as I said, um, you know, you had the whole orchestra, um, eight hundred people at the cultural centre with one carrier, and that didn't really affect the rest of the orchestra at all. Um, and so, for us to rehearse, it's actually fine. And we also found ways to rehearse remotely. Um, there's a technology that I have implemented. Um, within our studio to enable uh, real-time remote uh, music making together. Cool. And, and we've done a little bit of that and I'm planning to do a lot more of that. Um, and hopefully I can do that uh, with even overseas musicians. Not too far For away. collaborations. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and how does that work? So is it sort of like a, a Zoom meeting, sort of like this? But I mean, there's some delays, well, unfortunately. With, with yeah, it's a it's a it's an audio only technology uh, that was developed at uh, Stanford University. Uh, the the sound quality, the technical term for the sound quality is a lossless of uh, audio, and the latency is extremely low. It can be extremely low, especially within Hong Kong. Uh, the physical distance does make a difference, but uh, Hong Kong is such a small place. I mean, in America, uh, people are usually playing across states. Um, as long as it's within uh, 500 miles, uh, the delay, the, the the latency, it's acceptable. So within Hong Kong, it's, it's very, very acceptable. And I have built this li- these little boxes 
and are distributed to uh, different musicians for them to uh, put in their studio or their home. And, so cool. And I'm asking them to, you know, play with me, play with me. Come on, you know, connect to my server, and then we can make music together, and we and we and we can have a bit of fun, and we can keep. Practicing the art of playing with other people. I mean, we can all sit to sit at our own place and practice on our own for as long as we like. But it's completely different when it's with other people. Absolutely, the synergy and the energy that you get from each other, just bouncing off yes, ideas. Yes, absolutely. Because the pandemic has been, you know, a, a lonely time for many people, especially, you know, I'm, I'm sure from as musicians, you know, you, you're used to the that another level of collaboration uh, with other music makers. Yeah, um, the pandemic. Um, not only is it um, hard for us to play together in the first place, but uh, we also need um, an audience as well. And an audience is very important for us to feel that we are actually involved into something that is that is engaging other souls, um, whether they are listening attentively or not. Um, having that kind of presence actually changes the way we play, changes the way we perceive, we perceive music, and changes the way we actually interact with each other on stage. Um, so there's a lot of that going into it, because after all, music making is a human activity, and, and without other human beings, um, it's it's quite meaningless and musicians are already very solitary uh beings we love practicing on our own um in fact i i after spend you know back in my youth i would spend six eight hours inside a small uh, music room and practice on my own i'm not doing quite so much these days but um i still spend a good couple of hours every day here and there um and we love being on our own, but at the same time, after being on our own for some time, we love sharing the music with other people, be it professionals like ourselves or people who are just, you know, wanting to share to, their art and their love yeah, for yeah, music. To, yeah. 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 Absolutely, and I and I think you know I think Hong Kong people really miss um, having that level of performance. I'm not sure what the regulations are right now in terms of busking. I mean, it's a public place. Um, I, I saw mm. a few buskers. Uh, you mean, uh, um, and 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 I just saw the crowd that it drew. People mm. really miss live music, um, and perhaps the setting is not the usual setting that they were used to performing, but I think they also, mm. the, the musicians also really enjoyed that sort of interaction uh, with the passers-by. Yeah, it's, it's very important. I actually used to busk what, during my youth. Um, wow. it, was a, it was a good couple of decades ago. Um, <laughs> When I was at university, and I would, um, and and I was in the UK, and I would bring my cello down to the subway station, and they actually have. Back in the day, it's different. It's different nowadays. Um, but um, back in the day, it's it's very rudimentary. There's a guy who's who who gets up 5 a.m. in the morning and sticks a small, little, small sheet of paper on the um, wall of the subway with the time slots. And you can sign up for your time slots, and and I used to do that, and and I was busk, and uh, and I have a very enjoyable experience. And I also applied for a license to uh, busk at the uh, Covent Garden in London. 
Yeah. Wow, but Hong Kong so doesn't cool. have that kind of yeah. facility. Yeah. So yeah. all the other buskers would, would look at that timetable and think, right, I can perform at that time slot, and then the others will sign up yeah. for the other time slots. Wow. Yeah. And then the audience yeah. will know exactly what's coming up next, sort of like what's on the bill. No, it's a, it's, it, well, it's a tiny little little piece of paper trying not to catch any attention, I think. Oh. <laughs> so I think I think the passerbys are just passerbys. No one is going there specifically for a particular artist well at least that's that's how it come across you never but know maybe Garden some people are like right justin sears on be. at that time i'm gonna go could be. walk could past be. could be <laughs> i don't actually put my name there i actually just scribble something um, <laughs> and and that's how that, that that that's how everybody else used to do it yeah. yeah but that was the uk um hong kong is a bit different hong kong it's it's supposed to be uh entirely illegal but um the authority doesn't really get them so to speak um, as for other venues um, places with a proper performing license um, that's that's why I heard from certain lawyer friends can now open up for performances so the cultural center the city hall uh, some smaller places um, like Taikun I was at Taikun uh, last week um, at, at, at the chilled steps okay. um, uh, performing with another group of people so th there are venues opening up and we are getting more and more hopeful by the day yeah i'm keeping my fingers crossed well everything crossed um and we all know that venues in hong kong has been a a, a bit of a controversial problem you know a lot of the times people say there are not enough venues um and and i mean in terms of now in terms of the live music scene how how are musicians how are you getting creative for example um in finding venues and finding places to perform Mm. Well, I think you might be uh, pointing to the uh, the noodle jazz yes, thing that that's I have so cool. been, uh, putting on. <laughs> I I I didn't actually think of it as a um, as a sort of what's the word for it? Because it's very creative. I mean, people going for that's, the people going for some noodles can now also you know local noodles at a local restaurant can now enjoy. Um, great music i think that's brilliant why hasn't anybody thought of it before <laughs> <laughs> well um that's the word that i wouldn't quite be using uh, being creative about that it's because it didn't come from there uh, it's just that i was eating at a restaurant for for months because it's it's great food it's cheap it's very friendly the boss is is the friendliest boss you come across he's very chatty he'll come he'll come around and talk to me and such and so we got chatting and then and then he got to know about my situation and then he asked um if there's anything he could help and i said yeah i love your venue i love your food this this place is so authentic i love to you know i've been live streaming at, from my studio which is just um kind of right above your noodle shop can i can I just sort of bring my equipment down and just live stream from your shop? And then he said, yeah, why not? Um, because we're actually doing it while this restaurant is closed because the restaurant cannot actually have live music. Yes. So it's a production. It's yes. a production. It's live, but it's still a production behind closed door in a private venue, uh, not open for business at all. So unfortunately, um, uh, patrons cannot come and uh, enjoy a bit of noodles while listening to jazz besides not having the room in the first place yeah. so um, Justin I mean tell us a little bit I know you're gonna have the next performance next Monday on the 29th mm -hmm. tell can you tell our listeners a bit more and how can we go and support it oh, okay um, well next Monday it's a it's a another 
one of these experiments of mine um, of collaborating with venues. Uh, this one, this upcoming one, doesn't sound as creative <laughs> as everybody would would coin it now um, as as the noodle shop because it's a coffee shop and and everybody probably uh, associate a coffee shop with jazz quite a bit because thanks to Starbucks playing jazz in the background all the time <laughs> um, but um, we are giving it a twist um, we are playing only JS Bach uh, the composer from Germany back in uh, the seventy, the the not seventy, seventeen hundreds. Yeah, the seventeen hundreds. Um, uh, we're only playing his music, and I'm turning the music around in in a jazz way. Um, and and the coffee actually goes with the music in a in a very unexpected way and I am also going to find out how that's gonna work um, but the boss at the uh, coffee shop has an idea and he he came up with four composers for me to choose from and I thought that J.S. Bach is very close to my heart and I'm gonna play his music and then and let's find out what he has in store for us wow. um, in terms of the coffee so it's gonna be a, a two-way thing um, it's probably going to be a bit conceptual instead of saying, you know, coffee beans dancing to box music. I don't think that's possible. It I think sounds it's cool. Going to be something... Do we have to sign up beforehand? <laughs> or is there a. Oh, there's no signing up. Um, our live stream is, has always been free. Um, although that may be changing in the future because uh, we're finding it very hard to uh, sustain our effort. Uh, it, it, it takes a lot of energy and... and Resources, and I can I'm imagine. I'm not the sort of person yeah. who's, who is very active at um, seeking support, although that's going to change too. Um, but anyway, so our live stream uh, supports live donations um, and if people could make their donations, that'd be great. And if people can go to the coffee shop, uh, that'd be great as well. Um, I, I don't think I'm, I'm not sure I, I'm supposed to be advertising that here. But uh, we can post a link yeah. on this Facebook Live later on so people can oh, find out more. That'd yeah. yeah um, Justin, finally, I mean, I know you mentioned this now, you're not really one to ask for support, but you know, we want to support live music. So how can uh, the listeners uh, support live music and of course the artists and the musicians in Hong Kong mm. that work so hard mm. to, to create music for us? Well, um, we prim primarily uh, make music uh, on the basis of of the sort of, sort of spiritual exercise behind it. Um, that's that's where we grow from, and hopefully, we this 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 spirit can grow into something that people can relate to. And we don't always try to make it uh, entirely relatable sometimes even uh, but um, if people can relate to it and they can feel something about it uh, we absolutely would love your support and and we feel that this sort of spiritual um, support that we give back to the community it's is it's entirely indigenous to Hong Kong and is important for the city because the city um, apart from you know spending money and, and entertaining themselves on TV. It's also very important to uh, have some sort of spiritual food, spiritual sustenance, and that's what we're going after. And if anybody feels that uh, they are in tune with what we're doing, um, 
I have said of Patreon, uh, our live streams always accept donations. And if we do come out to play um, at a live venue, please come and support and uh, you know have a chat with us. We love to find out what people like and and perhaps we we'll sometimes will align what what we do creatively with uh, what people want to hear. Uh, I mean that that was me when I was making money with. <laughs> Uh, with 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 playing music is it's is to entertain, but that has not been my goal my whole life. Um, it's just to you know sustain myself and and all the equipment that you see here, um, and the crew that I have. Um, but now that that's all gone, so I'm focused on uh, doing things creatively for for the soul. Yeah, yeah, for for the greater of mankind, and we all need mu all need music uh, to 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 you know cheer ourselves up and and just for an outlet, whether we're sad or happy. You know, sometimes there's always music Absolutely. that will fit the, the the mood. Um, Justin, finally, have you got a website or or any a social media that we can follow your work and your music on? Yeah, um, my. Well, well, my my studio is called uh, Innovation. It's spelled. Uh, it's like innovation, but the V in is the middle becomes N. An N. An N. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Sign. Um, yeah. So it's Innovation. Um, and we are on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Patreon. Um, and we will keep making music as long as we're alive. Excellent. And keeping the creative energy up here in Hong Kong. I'm sorry, that sounds like such a not at all such a salesman pitch. <laughs> anyway, but that's my that that's that's really how I feel. We're yeah, keeping really the the, the music energy alive. Meanwhile, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. And that's Justin Siu, local musician here in Hong Kong. Thank you very much indeed. Thank Justin. you so much, Noreen. And a quick look at the weather forecast. Um, mainly cloudy, dry with bright periods. Right now, it's twenty degrees Celsius, and the relative humidity fifty seven percent.